Top Rank, presented by Hall of Fame boxing promoter Mr. Bob Arum. My name is Mark Chinook, and it all goes down Saturday, October 23rd, just down the hall at the State Farm Arena. The WBO Junior Lightweight World Championship on the line. The champ, Jamel Semperfy Herring, puts his belt on the line against former featherweight champion Shakur Stevenson. The undercard begins at 7.30 Eastern. Featuring U.S. Olympian Troy Isley, Evan Holyfield sitting just down for me, Nico Ali Walsh, and in our co-main, undefeated junior middleweight Xander Zayas just to my left. I'm also joined by Carl Moretti, VP of Boxing Operations. Before we get to the main event, I thought it would be great to spend some time with these incredible fighters. And Carl, of course. Carl, we'll get to you later. Just relax. Sit down. Evan, I want to talk to you first, brother. Welcome to the stage. Uh, you are fighting in your hometown. Uh, your name is well known in the sport of boxing as well as here in Atlanta. What does it mean to you to be on this card with ESPN? Um, it means absolutely the world for me to um, be able to fight in my hometown. This is my second time fighting in Atlanta. The first time wasn't um, as big because, you know, with the whole COVID and everything. But um, just glad to have the opportunity to be able to fight, especially with the Hawks play and stuff like that, um, just be able to be around the atmosphere and stuff like that. Two years now as a pro, what can we expect uh, Saturday night, a little different that we've seen previously? Um, you know, <clears throat> just going to the procedures, um, you know, it's boxing, hit and not get hit, um, do what it takes to win, whether it's uh, at the fighter box, you know what I mean. You get any good pointers from dad? Uh, of course, you know, my dad always tells me to train my hardest. Um, been real focused this training camp and just ready to go to work. I, you know, I don't want to beat a dead horse here, but we're in your hometown. It's a, it's a pretty incredible card, mm -hmm. a huge main event. It's got to be, uh, you know, like kid in a candy store, because I'm like a kid in a candy store, and here I'm sitting with you guys talking about what's about to go down. Oh, yeah, it's definitely like a um, kid in a candy store. Um, just being around all these people, all this talent, um, it's an honor. We got Zan Isaias, like he said. We got um, Shakur Stevenson, Jamel here, and we got Nico Ali. It's nothing but greatness around here. Speaking of Nico Ali, from one incredible name in boxing to another, the grandson of the great Muhammad Ali. Nico, you're now uh, joining us for your second professional fight. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. Yes. Uh, you spent a little time at the Olympic torch that your grandfather lit for the Olympics. What does that uh, mean to you? What's that experience like? I can't imagine walking over to the park and, and being there and knowing that your grandfather kicked off the Olympics here in Atlanta. I mean, I, it, it was amazing. Uh, it, it was a very important uh, event, obviously, for my family, of course. But, you know, I would say for the world that that moment in time, him, him lighting the torch was a very special moment, I would say, uh, for everybody. But it was, it was really amazing. It was uh, pretty emotional i would say seeing seeing the uh the torch in person and uh yeah it was it was an amazing experience this is your second pro fight as i mentioned uh what has changed for you getting that first one out of the way because i know there's a lot of preparation there's a lot of nerves anxiety making your, your pro debut it's now just your second fight but what feels different for you um all the greats have said that the first fight is always the hardest the greats that i've spoken with and uh the first fight's out of the way so it's it's all fun from here on out you know i i love boxing this is my passion um i'm looking to continue my grandfather's legacy uh and create my own in doing so so 
it's all up it's all downhill from here i would say and and i'm really looking forward to this fight i would agree after the first fight with my wife it, it got easier yeah, yeah. I, I would yeah. say so. After after that, you get used to it. <laughs> you and, you uh, do. You get used fun. to it. You get used to it. You know, a few black eyes, but you move on. Um, what changes have you made? I know it's only your second fight, but what changes have you made since your first fight? Sugar Hill is in your corner. After the first fight, was there anything specific that he said, hey, let's do this, and, and you worked on that in camp? Yeah, you know, I have the greatest people in my corner. I have Sugar Hill Stewart. Obviously, he's coming off a, a great win with Tyson. Um, and I have B.B. Hudson, so I'm, I'm very happy with the, the corner that I have. And if I could build off anything from my pro debut, it would be, um, you know, more of a jab, I would say, uh, a, a, a cleaner right hand. There's obviously so much I could fix being my first fight out. Um, so I'm just I, – I love learning. So I love learning from those guys. So I've, I've got a lot to fix, and hopefully I'll show it on, on Saturday. I want to thank both of you for spending time with us today. Both incredibly well-spoken, and the sport is lucky to have you. I'm going to turn left over here to Xander Zayas. He is the undefeated Puerto Rican sensation junior middleweight. It's your first fight on the ESPN network. It's your first co-feature. What does that mean to you? I want to thank Top Rank, um, my team. Um, I'm grateful to be here. Um, it's just an amazing experience, a 19-year-old making my ESPN debut. It feels, it feels good. I'm ready to go, and come Saturday night, I will show it. Do you feel any different this week because of possibly the pressure or the nerves, this high-profile platform, uh, in comparison to, to past weeks? No, not at all. Um, I like to have fun. Um, we, keep it, we keep it simple. You know, do the final touches, cut weight, and just keep smiling to the camera. That's all I have to do. Speaking of smiling to the camera, that last fight you had, uh, you gave a little snarl <laughs> to the camera, which has gone viral. And I, I know uh, our photographer, Mikey, captured a pretty cool thing. Was that planned or did that just come out? That, that just came out. I wasn't, I wasn't planning on it. It was just at the moment I caught him, I dropped him, and it was just like, <laughs> it might be your, It might be your new thing. It might be. <laughs> Probably. The, I'll the have to use snarl. it from now on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of your last fight, it was just six weeks ago. You know, that's not a long time ago. You were forced to go the distance. Any big lessons or takeaways from that fight that we're going to see Saturday night? Oh, yes, a lot to take away, a lot to learn from. Um, but again, my team, my coach, Javier Centeno, my dad, Orlando Garcia, um, we've made the adjustments. We, we've worked through, through everything that we needed to work on. Um, we watched the fight over and over again, see what we did right, see what we did wrong. And come Saturday night, I will show that, that I can adjust to to a lot of stuff. Thank you so much. What do you think about the main event this weekend? Um, well, the main event is a great dance. You got two great boxers um, going toe to toe, and um, I just, I just wish the best man win. Thank you for spending time Thank with you. us as well, Carl. These three guys. What, what do you make of these three incredible young men sitting on the stage today? Uh, one, they're a lot younger than us. Two, <laughs> 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 I'd like to. The last time I was in Atlanta for a fight, Evan's dad fought Burt Cooper, and that didn't exactly go by script, thanks to my second family at main events. Um, I'd like to thank Evan for wearing a shirt for Bob Arm. That, that's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> um, Nico, you know, he's, he understands what he's out there with. You know, I, I wouldn't call it pressure. Uh, pressure is not getting up and training for a fight. You know, these guys have to do their road work and all their training, and as long as they do that, 
then they should welcome the pressure. But he's improved and dealing with everything uh, so far so good. And Xander is exactly what we thought, you know, and I just look for improvement every fight. And uh, it's full steam ahead until we see something different. And uh, we expect that Saturday night. Gentlemen, before we bring up the main event, I'm going to ask you to leave your microphones on the seats behind you. And the three of you are going to come down front here for a few quick photos. And then we're going to bring up our main event. Thank you so much for spending time with us today. Guardy. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is now time to bring up our main event. Saturday, October 23rd at the State Farm Arena. Beside me, the WBO junior lightweight champion of the world, Jamel Semperfy Herring, the challenger making his way to the stage, the former featherweight champ, Shakur Stevenson. All right, gentlemen, let's dive right in. We've been waiting for this one for a long time. Uh, Shakur, grab a mic. I want to start with you. Uh, what does this opportunity mean to you? You're two days away from potentially becoming a two-weight world champ. I mean, it means everything to me. I feel like uh, this is my first time actually getting to go against a champion and being able to take a champion belt um, going to mean a lot to me. So I can't wait to hear them say and a new. We're in Atlanta. The energy here is outstanding, champ. Great to see you. Thanks for joining us. Uh, the odds makers have you an eight to one underdog. I'm, I don't, I don't agree with it. You've been here before though. You've been the underdog, you've defended the title and you've won. Does that give you an extra little boost, a little extra motivation? Um, yeah, of course, of course. Like, um, it just plays into my, my story, my story. I've, I've always been an underdog, not just in boxing, but just in life. So I don't, I don't really get into the whole, the odds maker thing. Cause like I said, I'm not a gambler anyway, but it doesn't, it doesn't bother me. It doesn't bother me at all. 
Shakur, I want to come back to you because there's been a lot of talk back and forth, and you've said on multiple occasions you don't care for him. Is it simply because he has the belt, or is this personal for you? Definitely not personal. It's all business at the end of the day. Um, I don't care for him, meaning, like, he's not my friend. Like, I don't I ain't got no care for him. I ain't hit him up and say, oh, let's fight. Uh, we ain't had no conversations or nothing like that. Like, I don't talk to Jamel Heron outside of boxing. Jamel, has this back and forth chatter gotten to you at all? No, no. It's, like I said, it's not personal. It's just um, it's just business, and we're just building a fight. That's all it is to me. Like, um, you know, I've heard worse. I've been through worse. So, no, I don't, I, don't, I don't take it personal. Like I said, we're just two top competitors in the division, you know, trying to trying to prove who's the best. Shakur, you're, you're close to his camp. You know, you're friends with Bud. Uh, does that give you any kind of insight on what to expect? You know, because it's it's known that you guys are buddies. You know his trainer. Uh, what does that does that give you anything over there? Oh, it's gonna feel real good beating the whole team. Uh, I, I can't wait to go against Bo Mack and Red. And uh, it's not just Jamel that I'm fighting. So at the end of the day, I gotta beat him and Bo Mack and Red. It's gonna feel good doing that. I see Bo smiling over there against the wall, nodding. <laughs> Jamel. You know, you, you've got a great, great family over there. You know, it's it's well known uh, with Bud and Bo. How excited are you for Saturday night? This has got to be uh, one that you've been looking forward to I mean, for a like, long time. Like you said, it, they, 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 that's family over there. You know, that, that's family. That's family. They, without them, I wouldn't be here at all. And I give them, I give them all the respect in the world. And you know, we're missing a few. We're missing a few of the family. Like like Ray said, we're missing like guys like Bernie the boxer and Sawu in the game but no it's it's great because um i get it i get the chance again to compete on a high level against another great opponent so you know just to to cement my own legacy in boxing you know that says a lot and i owe it to those guys over there shakur you were criticized you know quite a bit after the last fight with nakatia do you feel like you got to knock him out uh, definitely not. At the end of the day, it's an elite-level fight, championship-level fight. You can't judge me off of one fight when I perform time and time. Uh, I can't sit there and say, oh, I'm going in there looking for a knockout. But uh, if he slip up and make any mistakes, I'm going to capitalize. Champ, does this one feel any different defending this time around? Does it feel different? No, no, no. It just feels like, a, like again, another high elite-level fight. In a great, uh, um, a loaded, talented division. So, for me, we just take it one fight at a time. Um, we we put all we put all personal, you know, feelings to the side, and we just go to work and do what we got to do. It's going to be a battle. It's going to be an all-out war, without without question. Carl, what what's your thought on Saturday night? Because you know, Top Rank's obviously been working on this one for quite some time, and here we are, two days away. Well, um, two weeks ago, we had uh, Fury and Wilder. We saw what that was. And then last week we had Joette Gonzalez and Navarrete. We saw what that was. Um, This week we have two southpaws who can box, you know, their ass off. But at some point they're going to have to sit down and fight. Um, You know, they say you're only as good as your last fight. Jamel's last fight, he literally knocked Carl Frampton into retirement. Shakur's last fight, he fought a guy that came over who didn't want to fight. And he just stood there. And everybody jumped on Shakur because of him and the guy just survived from round one and he wasn't going to engage from the start. I don't think you're going to see that Saturday night. I think at some point you're going to see what 
the last two weeks have brought. And uh, when that happens, I don't know, just get ready for it. Shakur, do you agree with that? Disagree with everything he just said. He said something about uh, judging people off their last fight, and if that's the case, why did Jamel go in there with Frampton and beat him up on his fight before that? He fought a Kendo and looked not that good to me. No, I, I think, but he was saying the last fight, the guy you were fighting didn't want to fight, and that's why you were unfairly oh, no, he came, criticized. He came, he came to fight. He came to fight at the end of the day. You got to respect him as a man. Um, he brought his right hand. He was looking for a big right hand. Uh, he came to fight, but um, he just couldn't deal with what was going on in the ring. This is a pretty special city. I love coming to Atlanta. What's it mean for you to defend here? Um, Atlanta, Atlanta's cool. Like, I got family out here. I do have family out here. My um, my sons live out, out here as well. So, I mean, it's, it's like I said, another home. And it's an honor. Just an honor just to be fighting in the State Farm Arena because like, um, it's not known for, for boxing and a lot of, you know, a lot of big fights coming into town. So, whenever you can bring a special fight to a certain city, that's always a great thing. So, I joined the boxing circle about three years ago. And, you know, I follow everybody on social media and Social media in boxing can tend to go a little askew, to be polite. I respect you for your presence on social. You've never really dived in. You and your family have always taken the high road. I don't know about Jen. (laughs) (laughs) No, but but in all honesty, you know, you've always been very respectful of the sport, the game of boxing on social media. Uh, We talk about family and, and what it means to to not only go overseas and serve, thank you very much, by the way, for your service, but your respect of the sport, I think, is respected in the sport. Can you talk about that for a little bit? Because, you know, not to reference anybody else, but just recently I've got more followers than you. Seems to have gone viral in the sport of boxing, (laughs) right? But here we are, big night, big night, huge night. And, you know, you're so well-respected. What does that mean to you knowing that the sport of boxing respects who you are, not only as a boxer, but as a man? I mean, it means a lot cause, because, you know, at the end of the day, boxing has done great things for me, not only in, in the ring, but outside of the ring. So I, I always feel like, I, you know, I owe a great deal of respect to boxing. But in terms of, like, this whole new thing where fighters are out there, you know, putting, you know, trying to, make fights due to social media and, and, and what they should get and yada, yada, yada. It don't mean nothing because, like, 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 like right now, you have a, a big fight and we didn't argue about who has the, you know what I'm saying, the, the bigger follower, the bigger the, the bigger draw and, and such and so. You know, we, I believe in, like, you know, the old school method, just putting on great fights that people will talk on, talk about for years to come. And, like I said, and, you know, at the end of the day, I'm just happy just to be a part of something special. So that, that, that's why, you know, I always show a lot of tremendous respect to boxing. You know, I do my own little commentating with, on Twitter or whatever. So, but, yeah, because I, I just love the sport. Tiana has more followers than all of us anyway, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> I did uh, put out a, a, a little poll on my Twitter. I asked people, I said, hey, I get the privilege of hosting these press conferences all the time. If you could, what would you ask either of these guys? And one question that popped out on me on Twitter was, do you think your opponent would have made a good Marine? Do I think he would have been a good Marine? I, I, I don't know. Because, like I said, I was um, I was a totally different person when we, before I, I even joined the armed service. Like I was, I was, I was the worst. I'm not. And I'm, I'm telling you, I, I was not. 
I was nothing the way I am today, but it's it just like I said, um, the Marine Corps just builds character over time. So like I said, I can't sit there and answer that question. But I mean, I, he probably would have turned out a, a good Marine. You know, um, I rarely see anyone, you know, any bad Marines out there. So, but yeah, like I said, Marines over, over time, it takes time to, to you know, tend to grow and develop. It's funny you mentioned the word character in your response because that's what I wanted to come to Carl with next two incredible fighters in the top-ranked stable, both with incredible character. What does it mean for the organization knowing that one of these guys has to lose on Saturday night? Well, God forbid we get a draw, but, you know, somebody walks away with, with a loss. Well, they, they go away with a loss on their record, but the bigger picture, there's no losses with these two guys, especially Jamel, you know, what he's been through, what he represents. Shakur is a lot younger, where he came from, where he's at right now. I mean, I live next to Newark. I see it every day, what the inspiration he is for young kids. Saturday night is an athletic contest, and it's over. The bigger picture is what they do for everything else, and these two guys do it uh, pretty well. Shakur, you just mentioned younger and Newark and, you know, inspirational. Those are three big words coming, coming out of Carl's mouth about you. What does it mean to you to represent Newark and that young generation that looks up to you back home? It means everything to me to represent um, my city. I feel like everything I do is for them. I came from there. That's what brought me up. Um, like I said, I put it on my trunks every fight. Every fight you see Nook on me. Uh, you see me shout out my city. Um, I love my city. I'm going to keep um, grinding and keep trying to show the up-and-coming people that's coming up in there that is better than um, what they see every day. So I feel like it means everything to me. What are we going to see Saturday night? Are you going to see a special night? I feel like you're going to see my homecoming, my coming out party. I feel like uh, it's going to be a great night. He said he's going to spoil you the party, so let's see if he could do it. Champ, any message to your fans out there before we wrap up today? Semper Fi, hoorah. All right, listen, let's get you uh, to your first official face-off of the week. Shakur, leave your mic on your chair. Same with you, champ. This is it, everybody. We've been waiting for this one for a long time. Saturday, October 23rd, State Farm Arena here in Atlanta, Georgia. The WBO Junior Lightweight Championship of the World is on the line. The champ, Jamel Semperfi Herring, taking on the former featherweight champ, Shakur Stevenson. You do not want to miss this one. Saturday, October 23rd, State Farm Arena here in Atlanta, Georgia. Jamel Semperfi Herring, Shakur Stevenson for the WBO Junior Lightweight Championship of the World. As always, this is boxing, this is top rank, and we will see you tomorrow.
Here's to the great American settlers, the millions of you who settled for unsatisfying jobs because they pay the bills. Of course, there is something else you could do if you got something to say. Start a podcast with Spreaker from iHeart and unleash your creative freedom. Maybe even earn enough money to one day tell your old boss, hey, I'm no settler. I'm an explorer. Spreaker.com. S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R. Hustle on over today.